This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. On 93.7 a ticket and the ticketfm.com. Good afternoon. Happy Wednesday. Thursday. Happy Thursday. Thursday. This is the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez. Claire are with you today. Hello, Rico. Sad hiller. How are you doing, man? I'm sad, man. I'm I sad. We'll, we'll talk about it. Um, as always, 402-464-5685, the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Starter Heyman text line, both those open for you all hour long, as well as the Starter Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Get your comment in there. We'll, we'll uh, incorporate your input into the show that way. Um, in addition to Twitter, Nick underscore Sainter, and at Radio Rico AC. All right, so obviously big news of the day, Adrian Martinez is in the portal. Rico, I, I guess um, not necessarily probably a shock, because we we've we've talked about it, we kind of expected that this was going to come um, eventually. I was honestly surprised that we didn't hear about it earlier, didn't hear the decision earlier. Um, but it, I guess it's Thursday after the. I mean, it's less than a week from the last game, so yeah, not not terribly surprised, I guess. Um, but I mean, Adrian, one of Nebraska's best quarterbacks statistically, statistically, not Stats-wise. not not in terms of winning games. Um, not record wise, statistically is is moving on, and 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 I truly think that there is going to be a big market for him. Um, I, I guess let's let's hear your thoughts on on what your initial thought was when he entered the portal. Uh, well, when I first saw well, first heard the news, I thought it was a joke, mm-hmm. uh, and then I actually I went on Twitter, I found it, I saw his his statement. Uh, sad, but relieved for him. Not yeah. really relieved for the program, although I do believe that this is best for both the program and for Adrian Martinez going forward that uh, a split was needed. Um, but I'm sad because I, I really think that he's a very talented quarterback and he's a great he's a great guy uh, to, to lead Nebraska and to be the face of uh, Husker football. But, you know, with this with the struggles that him and Scott Frost have shared together since they both arrived at Nebraska, uh, I think it's it's a it's for the better that that they break up right now. 402-464-5685, the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, Starter Heyman text line. Feel free to send in your thoughts there. We'll uh, get to them all today. On a, I, I'm curious on on how you guys are feeling. I haven't looked at the text line from earlier today, You know, since 11 a.m. when the news broke. I, I don't know how you guys are feeling. Are we still, are we uneasy? I, I am uneasy on to where this program is going to go next year. And I, I want to dive into that in a little bit, in, in a little bit, I should say. But I am uneasy about where this program is going for for a, a lot of reasons, and part of that is that you were three and nine last year, and yes, you have let go or parted ways with four of your offensive uh, coaches. However, you haven't filled any of the spots yet, and we're um, we're we're having court, our best player leave the port or leave for the portal. There's probably going to be more attrition, and there there's probably going to be. Um, just more news to share here in the coming days. And 
I, I'm not super encouraged on where this program is going, Rico. I'll just come out and flat out say that. I, I don't know how you could be encouraged. I am worried, concerned. Yeah. Um, like with the it kind of going back to Adrian, I didn't think that his decision was going to come without Nebraska hiring an offensive coordinator because mm-hmm. I believed that they would bring somebody in who was going to lead the offense and he would talk to Adrian and they would see whether he was going to stay or whether he was going to go if he fit the offense. But uh, apparently he's just he, he's just done with it and Nebraska still hasn't decided on an offensive coordinator. Maybe they have and they just haven't announced it. I yeah. don't know. But as of right now with, with the things that, that we know, not like rumors or anything, but the things that we know, there is no decision on an offensive coordinator or really any other position uh, on that offensive staff that that was let go. Okay, let's let's go ahead and dive into this a little bit because um, Cheeseburger says this on the on the text line: "Y'all need some tissues for losing a quarterback. I can bring them to you. I don't need know why you're so heartbroken. This I, I'm not necessarily heartbroken. We, we've talked about it how um, N- Nebraska asked Adrian to do a lot this year, and and we kind of talked about it." Um, at the at the end of Tom and Bach in the pregame there, and let's let's go and dive into it. I want to get your thoughts on there. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. Feel free to text and call. We'll take them. But Nebraska asked Adrian to do a lot. Part of that is the offense, but part of that is just because we we touched on it yesterday a little bit. We hit on it, and there's just been little to no stability around him on the offensive side of the ball, where he's had to pick up even more of the pressure and the slack that comes with with on top of what comes with being a Nebraska quarterback. And at this point, I, I'm looking back at specifically this season and saying, man, what what more could Nebraska have asked him to do? Now, I think it was time it, it seemed like it ran its course. It was time to move on for mm-hmm. both sides. And we're gonna repeat that again. And Adrian did not win games, and it's it's similar to what I say about the coaching staff. At some point, it come it becomes about winning games. You are what your record says. You yeah, and Adrian was not good at closing out. He made crucial mistakes in 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 extremely important times of a game. He's lost games for Nebraska, but then he's also won games for Nebraska. He's put kept Nebraska in a position to stay competitive in a lot of games, and, and he's and, taken Nebraska out of some games. Absolutely. And, and at some point, it does become about winning games. And Adrian, like I said, is just not not winning games. Has, did not win nearly enough games. And, however, on the flip side of that, you have to appreciate and you have to respect what he's done for this program. Mm-hmm. What he's gone through for this program. Not just on the field, but off the field. Just a high-character guy who you were proud of. You you were proud to say that he's the quarterback of Nebraska. I know you know maybe the, the wins and losses obviously weren't there, but the way he carried himself off the field and, and yeah. how fantastic he was with the fans, uh, the children, with, with everybody, uh, it, it just spoke to how amazing – how amazingly his, his – or what an amazing job his parents did raising him and and how amazing he was for the state of Nebraska and for uh, the, the Cornhuskers. So we'll, we'll talk about the, the future of the program, how fans can be encouraged. We'll look at both sides of that, but I want to stick around with Adrian here. Um, I, I don't know necessarily where he could land. I seriously could see him um, landing at a Power 5 place. I, I don't think, like, even with the crowded portal, if you think about how crowded the portal is, um, Fresno State's quarterback 
is now probably going to transfer and follow his head coach to Washington. Um, you have obviously Spencer Rattler's a big name. There's been another, a couple other big names. Charlie Brewer from Baylor slash Utah, whichever one you want to um, categorize him under, is in the in the portal right now. UCF's like quarterback, who, Dylan Gabriel, Dylan Gabriel, who apparently is going to be going to Ole Miss. Yeah, if if all the rumors hold true with him, because now Ole Miss has to replace Matt Corral, and, and so like even in a loaded transfer portal, I feel like Adrian will be highly sought after, highly sought after. Now, obviously something that's going to hurt him is his record, but a coach or a player could look at and say, look at the situation that he was in at Nebraska Mm -hmm. and see, and and we got this, I I mentioned the sack numbers uh, with Adrian Martinez, he was sacked 23 times each in 2018 and 2019 and then 27 times this year, And, and somebody texted in at the end of Tom and Bach there when I mentioned that and said that's not that many, 27 is just a little over two and a half or two, two sacks a game. Well, at the end of the day, you have the most athletic quarterback in the Big Ten Conference. I, I don't think that's crazy to, um, that's that's being out you know outlandish to say that you have an extremely athletic, if not the most athletic quarterback in the Big Ten Conference. Yeah, under center or or in shotgun or whatever, and you still are being sacked twenty seven times. The offensive line, and you can look at it by seeing the running statistics the rushing statistics the offensive line is atrocious has been atrocious year after year and it speaks more to this staff this is where it falls on the staff yes that year in and year out you were okay with putting a mediocre offensive line out there when you have an all-conference big caliber Caliber. all-conference caliber he could be good he could be fantastic if you have guys around him and that speaks to this coaching staff and at the end of the day that you were still okay and you still felt comfortable putting in a mediocre at best offensive line out there each year that he was here and you said you know what we have the most athletic quarterback in the Big Ten he'll be okay he'll make his way around it he'll figure it out that, that's what speaks to me that's what I, I take away from from those numbers as well I mean, I've never been a quarterback, but I can just imagine, you know, you're constantly under pressure every play, how hard it is to focus and make a throw, which I mean, I'm not going to, you know, take all of it away, take all the blame away from him, because there were some times when he didn't have pressure and he still, you know, missed his wide receivers big time. Absolutely. But I can only imagine if you're under constant pressure, game in and game out, how hard it is to focus and not think somebody is going to be coming up behind you or or to the side, knocking the ball loose and you're fumbling it, especially with all the fumble problems he had, uh, knocking the ball loose and, and trying to make an accurate throw while focusing on attempting not to get lit up. We've had a, a lot of your texts here, a lot of your thoughts. I'm going to get to a good chunk of them here. Um, Scott says this. Oh, text dump. Hold on. Scott says this. I'm so uneasy. Not because Adrian left. That was right and expected, but the lack of news about the coaches is scary. Having said that, there's no reason we should be splashing all over Twitter like some of the others. Hopefully our staff is coming together behind the scenes. On that note, I will say, I mean, I, I asked Aaron Sorensen about this yesterday. Is Could they be having to be enforced to wait to announce until they're done playing Mm -hmm. and that that's a very good possibility some people could still be under contract and you can't announce anything but it's it's slightly concerning um let's see we've had a lot here let's scroll all the way down to the battle uh texas jeremy says they asked him to play quarterback in his own read option offense he knew what was being asked of him when he signed on to play he did the best he could but he's not a clutch winner bingo clutch i mean that's what somebody else said is is he's just not good in clutch and it's that easy to put it you're Mm -hmm. absolutely right um 
Justin says this, who are they going to get to replace Martinez? Better be someone from the portal, SEC, ACC guy. That's an interesting way to, to think. That's an interesting question, Justin. And, and one that I kind of proposed to Rico before we came on. Because how do you sell this offense, this, this staff, this program, mm-hmm. to a, a high-level quarterback? I, I'm genuinely curious. I'm, I'm genuinely asking. Um, when I, you when you don't have an offensive coordinator, I mean, you you have the guy who's running the offense, who's who's more than likely probably. I know he says he's he's going to take a step back, but more than likely going to be calling the plays. Mm-hmm. It should be easier. But if he truly is going to take a step back and Frost is not going to be calling plays, how are you going to be able to sell your offense to a quarterback when you, yeah. you when you yourself don't know what offense is going to be going on? I'm sure Scott yeah. Frost will have a say in it, and he will have you know many play calls available and and many things he'll be able to do with the offense. He is the head coach. But if he truly wants to take a step back and trust his offensive coordinator to call the plays and run the offense without one, you can't sell anything to a quarterback. You can just you can say, hey, we want you to come to Nebraska and, you know, when we have an offensive coordinator, that's the type of offense you're going to run. Also, what quarterback do you go after if you don't know what offense you're going to run? Yeah, it it's goes just back. it's hard to sell something that you don't know. You made a very interesting comment right there, Rico, is how do you sell it when you don't know what offense? How do you put together a coaching staff when you don't know what offense you're going to run? Obviously, you don't expect them to change it dramatically or drastically just in one year. That seems out of line to say that. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a, a complete 180 shift on, on how their offense is looking. But you have to put guys into positions to where they can tell – um, a quarterback or a transfer portal guy or even a high school guy. This goes past the, just the transfer portal. This is this is more about just recruiting in general and talking to an athlete. Is you have to be you you have to be able to tell them something that's truthful. That's not a uh, you know we we hope it looks like this. You you have to tell them the truth. And I don't I'm not I'm not accusing the staff of of lying to kids or or doing anything like that in in recent years, but um. But here's the thing is you have to you have to be able to tell them the truth and you have to have confidence in what you're saying and you have to follow through mm-hmm. with what you're saying because it all goes back to trust. We're seeing what we're seeing what Lincoln Riley and, and his recruits and, and his his guys from Oklahoma are doing the minute he's gone. They're gone. They're gone. And you can say what you want about how Lincoln Riley left Oklahoma and and some of those those athletes, but at the end of the day, there's that trust there between that coach and quarterback. Mm-hmm. You're, you're seeing it with Notre Dame on the defensive side of the ball with Marcus Freeman and Tommy Reese. I don't know if you guys saw that video of Tommy Reese talking to his players in the locker room or in the meeting room, his offensive staff, before it was announced that Marcus Freeman was going to be the head coach. If not, go on to Tommy Reese's Twitter because the way that he speaks to his offensive guys it has that mutual respect and that mutual trust, and you understand why nobody is following Brian <laughs> Kelly to LSU. Yeah, I'm not going to speak on rumors for Nebraska, but I will speak on rumors for other teams. At Notre Dame, there's a rumor going around that he wanted some of his assistants to follow him, and none of them want to go with him. Yeah, I don't and, know if that's true, but that is what is being floated around, and that's and 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 you, I mean, you've seen that that nobody else from Notre Dame has been announced as going to LSU to join Brian Kelly. 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sutter Heyman text line, line two first, right, Rico? Yes. All right, Matthew, we have Matthew on the line. Matthew, what's on your mind, dude? Matthew? Hey, yep, I what's, can hear you guys now. What's up, Matthew? 
Hey, fellas, uh, talking about the quarterback situation and, and, you know, hearing you guys discuss, you know, how do you get somebody to come here, you know, and being honest with them, I, as hard as you guys are, are trying to make it, I mean, can't you sell the atmosphere? Can't you sell the, hey, look at our quarterbacks in the past? I mean, you come here, you're going, this is all we have. This is all mm-hmm. we have at Nebraska is, is this program. You come here, you're going to be a star. It's just – it's a God-honest truth. Look at Martinez, man. Look at the record. The mm-hmm. kid was a leader. He had grit. He was tough. You know, as you guys said, he came up short in those situations. But at the end of the day, he was a star. I mean, he he was a lot of these kids that are coming up in this generation look up to somebody like that. Hey, I just think it shouldn't be that hard of a sell. Ma- Matthew, Matthew, can you Matthew, stick around for a second? Line real quick. Yeah, stick around for a second. I- I'm genuinely curious on your response here. Is Nebraska's brand as strong as it was – eight years ago? You know, I, I honestly, to side with you guys on that, I, I, I think you're right. I don't think the brand is as strong mm-hmm. as it is. But won't you want to be that guy that brings it back? Yeah. I mean, if I'm sitting in somebody's, if I'm sitting at somebody's kitchen table with their mom and their dad or their grandma or their guardian or whoever, and I have firm belief that he's the guy, I'm looking at their parents dead in the eye and say, you could be the one that gets this thing right back on track. Mm-hmm. And then throw out the NIL deal. I mean, Come here and be a star. Come here and bring Nebraska back to the blue blood program that we are. I mean, you have everything. We have everything it takes, right? We have the facilities. Mm-hmm. I'm, who knows about the coaches, I guess. Yeah. But at that point, <laughs> you're selling the situation as a coach. Yeah, P- appreciate the call, Thank Matthew. You, Matthew. I, was, I was genuinely curious, and please feel free to, to send in your text in response to that question. Is Nebraska's brand as strong as it was Eight years ago, five, and, even go five years. And ago. And I, I get what Matthew was trying to say. You know, you can be the one to bring Nebraska back. But if a coach was saying, if a coach who had just fired his offensive coordinator, his quarterbacks coach, his offensive line coach, and his running back coach mm-hmm. was telling me, you can be the one to bring Nebraska back. I'm like, all right, cool. What are we doing on the offensive side of the ball? You can, you, you can say all you want. You can try to sell the brand. You can sell the atmosphere. You can sell all of that. You can sell that they're going to be a star. But once they get here. If they're not going to win games because they don't like if, if you bring in a pocket passer and the offensive coordinator that you bring in after that is somebody that wants to run, you know, kind of the same type of offense that Scott Frost wants to run more of a more of a read option type of offense. Yeah. That's it's not going to work. Yeah, absolutely. 402-464-5685. Let's go back to the Honda Lincoln hotline. I believe we have uh, one second. Brand, Brad. Brad is on the Honda Lincoln hotline. Brad, what's on your mind, man? Hey, gentlemen, how are you? Good, Doing good, right, good. Brad. What's up? Ah, beautiful, beautiful day. Tell hey, me guys, about listen, it. Just, I just, you know about this whole quarterback situation. Can you guys tell me the last time Nebraska had a legitimate quarterback competition where you had two studs battling it out to see who's going to be the starting quarterback? I mean, you think, you think back to Kevin Martinez. Oh, I'm the starting quarterback. Uh, Tommy Armstrong, I'm the starting quarterback. And Adrian Martinez, I'm the when have we had a legitimate quarterback competition where two guys are pretty close to the same caliber type of quarterback athlete, um, you know, take all the variables you want to in, include into it, accuracy, passing, running the football, whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. When have we ever, in the last 15 to 20 years, had a legitimate quarterback competition? You could say Luke McCaffrey, but... Yeah, no. Luke McCaffrey was never going to replace uh, Adrian Martinez. And signs of great, great teams and and great programs, I think, anymore are when they, you know, 
they have that competition. Look at Oklahoma. You remember that guy named Spencer Rattler? What happened to him? So anyway, I'll just I'll hang up yeah. and listen to you guys. Pre- appreciate Thanks. it, Brad. What I will say, the only one that I can really think about and, and take it with a grain of salt is is Scott Frost's first year in twenty eighteen with, with Jebia and and Martinez. But looking at the situation. I mean, Lee was also on that before he trained like yeah. he was also on that That's good point. before he before decided he to go into the NFL. But I will say with that situation, I mean it was Martinez was the highly touted guy coming in with Frost. He was Frost guy. Mm-hmm. He came with t- from Tennessee. He was the first guy Scott Frost called. Um and and Jebia was obviously not not one of one of Scott Frost guys. All right, let's get to more of your reaction here. Um, Eric and Lincoln says, "Does anyone have QB competition anymore? Transfer portal has ruined competition." That's kind of what I was. See Jalen Hurts. That's kind of what I was trying to think of. Is is big name programs that actually had quarterback competitions? Clemson had Trevor Lawrence for the longest time, and then they handed the reins to DJ Uyunglele. Well, you can think about Alabama. I mean, obviously, it's the top of the top of the line. Well, Alabama, think Alabama with Tua and Jalen in the championship game. Yeah, but you, it, I, you don't, you know, we don't know how open of a competition it was at the beginning of the season. It, you just know that in the national championship game, it was it was Tua right away, and so, um, all right, four zero two four six four five six eight five. Let's go ahead and get to a little bit of an early break here. Um, let's let's take a break a little bit earlier. I want to get more of your guys' reaction on the other side. There's a lot of um, text that I want to kind of surf through during the commercial break, and we'll get to all of them next on Happy Hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.